You're listening to College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. I have a question for you. Are you feeling overwhelmed by the college recruiting process? You have come to the right place. Jill will bring you expert tips and interviews with special guests to help you take a deep breath and know, yes, you are moving in the right direction to find your college team. After this podcast, don't forget to head to Jill's shop page to purchase her two guidebooks that will make everything in college recruiting much more clear and simple. Let's get started. Welcome back, everyone. Jill Hicks here with College Recruiting Information. Um, Today's topic is when college coaches stop responding. Oh boy, this can be a touchy, um, frustrating experience for any athlete of any sport. And I think what we have to do is prior to starting the recruiting process, the first thing we have to do is realize we don't know it all. We don't have it all together. And we don't know, you know, what the end result is going to look like. So I love this quote and I use it um, all through, I've used it all throughout my own life. And it goes like this. When one door closes, look for a window. For every no, there is a yes waiting. So in those moments, when you feel like you've been rejected, potentially in the recruiting process, how do you handle it? What do you think about? What does it do to your ultimate goal? And I think everybody has to admit that definitely when a door seems like it's closing or coaches aren't responding, it can hurt and it can feel like rejection. And it is like rejection, right? But once we take a few minutes to, or a day, maybe a day, when we need a full day to kind of get past it, Um, then we have to hit that reset button, just like we do when we fall off the beam or, you know, struggle on an event, take a minute and then hit the reset button and move forward. And I can honestly say when I look back on seasons in my life or decisions I've had to make or um, just changes in my path of the direction I thought I was going to go, Sometimes it comes through me making a change and other times it comes through an answer or not an answer that I wanted that oftentimes if I take a deep breath and give it some time, I'm always amazed at the new direction that the no allowed me to go. And one example I thought I would use was Um, When I was a freshman at Oregon State University on a full athletic scholarship, my knee was not handling any more landings, and I was going to need more surgery. And I decided to walk into the head coach's office and tell him, sorry, I'm done. I can't go through another surgery, Um, and I just couldn't see myself continuing to do the sport. And I sort of thought my life was over. I remember thinking some relief, yes, because I had been, had gone through so much and um, I 
felt like I was ready to make that decision. But on the other hand, I was um, emotionally, it was very hard because I didn't know what was going to be around the corner. And the girls on the team were all I knew at Oregon State in terms of my new friendships and things, you know, the girls that I hung out with. And I'd always known doing sports all, all day long and competing in the in the sport of gymnastics. So it was very frightening. It was very scary. And in many ways, it was like a door that I had to close or needed to close. And um, I was shocked at his response. And his response was, would you stay at Oregon State on your scholarship and be one of our coaches? And I remember thinking, that was the last thing, you know, I did not anticipate that window opening or that, you know, kind of a response. So my encouragement to you is in the recruiting process, when you feel like, you know, you are not getting responses, there are some things that I want to share with you that you can do because it doesn't necessarily mean that that door is closed always, but there are some you know, key factors that you can do to continue to keep um, your recruiting process moving forward, or if it does close all the way and the coach says, no, thank you, then just like my story in how I left the sport, but moved into coaching and it became my entire career and life, I would have never, ever expected that. Um, you just never know what could happen around the corner um, or what's ahead for you. All right, so let's talk about this, though. When you're not getting responses, first of all, we have to remember, for example, you don't know everything that's going on in that college coach's world, who's typically the one, the recruiting coordinator or the coach that typically responds. So what I mean by that was, I have sensed in the last week, a lot of my clients have felt like, you know, coaches just aren't responding. I'm not hearing back. Should I stop, you know, emailing them? I'm like, no, 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 keep emailing. What you guys don't realize was last, this last weekend was one of the most crucial, if not the most crucial weekend of the whole season for college coaches on every level. One, it's their conference championships, and that's a big, big deal. You know, as a coach, you want to finish as high as you can at the conference championships. But the bigger picture is oftentimes the score, that's their last opportunity to beat a, a low score that they may have had to bump them into the postseason. So the postseason you know, there's 80 schools that have women's gymnastics and only 36 teams get to go on to the postseason. So last weekend was crucial for some of these teams. They were either on the bubble or it would place them to just get into, you know, regionals, which is what they call the next part of their season. Um, and or it placed them into a seeding bracket, which would be the top 16. So it was very, very crucial. So what I mean by that was college coaches were probably really focused on preparing their own athletes for that weekend and not so much thinking about recruits. 
So just like you guys, I tell you right now, you've got to put recruiting um, out of your mind and just work on it once a week. The rest of the time, put it away. And they had to do that this weekend. They had to put recruiting aside and just focus on their team. Now, they'll probably be back in action, you know, responding to emails and all of that starting today. So keep in mind, sometimes things are going on and that might not be why you're getting a lot of responses. Um, but right now they're probably sitting in their office making a list of all the girls they want to see at the state meets that they plan to attend. So they might send one assistant off to one state meet and another assistant to another. They might be going themselves. And so they're making their list of, you know, who they want to be sure to watch. So um, I also thought it was interesting. I talked to a division one coach last week. He said he stopped recruiting for 2023s in the last few months because he wanted to give you guys time to catch up and get skills back. He knew that many of you 23s who he could talk to, he wanted to give you time to um, get, get the skills back from either being injured or, or the pandemic or being behind. So he just wasn't recruiting. Well, none of you guys knew that. So every time you sent an email to that program and you didn't get a response, you may have thought they must not be interested. So there's another example of things that are going on outside of your world that have nothing to do with their possible interest in you. But in general, there are some things you can be considering. Um, so what are the some of the reasons that college coaches might stop responding? Well, one is like we just described, it could be their very busy time of the year with their own team. Number two, yeah, they may no longer have interest in you. So that could be why they're not responding. Number three, your emails might not strike any interest, all right? Um, number four, your skills, scores, start values might not match what they need. Number five, they may have made all their offers and they're waiting to hear back. So they might slow down their recruiting. Number six, they may think you want a scholarship um, and they know they're already done, so they might not respond to you. So how should you respond if there's a lack of response from college coaches? Well, always, always, we want to be sure that the schools you're targeting are within your athletic range. So remember, college coaches are coming out recruiting from a lens of replacing athletes the year you come in, replacing their scores either at the same level or higher. So if you don't have what it takes to be able to do that, and sometimes they know exactly what they're looking for and sometimes they miss the mark. And, you know, you hear it all the time. It's like some athletes go to colleges and do way better than they ever did in club and coaches didn't recruit them. I see that all the time. But others, most of the time, they know their range of what they need and they are looking at the recruits through that lens. All right, so um, if you're getting a lack of responses, sometimes I recommend that you just keep reaching out until you get a true no thank you. Number two, maybe it is time for you to move on if your skills don't match their skills and your scores don't match their scores. So maybe you need to just reevaluate 
the schools that you are targeting and sending emails to. Number three, change your subject line. Get creative so they'll open your emails. Number four, change your videos on Instagram. You know, it could be you aren't showing enough. You're not posting enough. And college coaches think maybe you quit gymnastics because you stopped posting or maybe you're injured. They don't, if you don't tell them on Instagram, they don't know. And a lot of times they don't open emails, but they will notice you on Instagram. So you really have to be doing and be creative at both. Number five, change your comments. So maybe your comments are all, oh, I finally caught my release move. Or, oh, I finally hit this event at a meet. Or, I'm, I didn't do my best, but... So it's this constant, almost put down of yourself. Maybe try to spark some interest in your comments that are totally different than you've done before. You know, ask somebody you know that's creative, that can help you um, write a really positive post um, in your comments that might catch some attention. I always recommend too that you put in your Instagram on your feed, like every three videos, your very best event. So they're constantly seeing, you know, your best event, but you can't leave out events and you can't just do highlights girls. You have to know that is not going to get you recruited. Okay. So you have to be realistic, but there's nothing wrong with every three or four videos to make sure it's your very best events. Um, number seven, Use all your connections. So when you're not getting responses, sometimes you need your club coach to make a phone call or like, you know, somebody you know who's connected to that coach um, because sometimes it can just open the college coach's eyes to you. Number eight, work hard on the changes you need to make to make an impression, all right? So if you think it doesn't matter, maybe corrections you're getting in the gym or something you've heard from your advisor or even your parents sometimes can see things, you'd be surprised. You know, we know that clean gymnastics is the key. So work hard on those little fine details that will make you stand out. Number nine, if you know they have interests, but it just seems quiet, ask about visiting campus. So depending on the year you are um, in high school, if you are allowed to go on college campuses, sometimes it's a great opportunity to spark their interest by saying, hey, I applied, I got in, I wanna come visit campus. So that would be like seniors. And then juniors, maybe you just got a bunch of your upgrades and the coach just doesn't realize it. So you could make a huge impression by going to watch one of their meets or um, getting on their campus, taking pictures of yourself on the campus, and maybe even meeting with them if, if they will. All right, but the most important thing, if you're not getting interest, is stay positive, be consistent, and open up your list. Maybe add some schools to your list that you didn't realize will not be a compromise to your academics, but they have gymnastics. You just have never pursued them before. And many times, if you're getting absolutely no responses, you definitely need to look at teams that are ranked lower. And I never 
encourage girls to compromise or athletes to compromise their academics, but you definitely have to look at teams that might be ranked lower because guess what? They might be recruiting, you know, later and they have more opportunities or your skills might match their skills better. And you just never know what might trigger a coach in wanting to get to know you, have you out on campus and make you an offer. And even if you add schools that are ranked lower in the beginning, you may not know much about it, but I can tell you this, 80 to 90% of the time when I'm advising athletes, when they open up their list and look at schools that they never thought of before that are maybe ranked lower, they get on those campuses, they watch their meets, they watch their practice, and they realize, oh my gosh, this is my, where, you know, I can succeed, I can contribute, I can be a part of this team. So hang in there. Remember, it's an interesting time for college coaches between now and their nationals, and they can get pretty busy and preoccupied. So don't be too discouraged. And when one door closes, look for a window. For every no, there is typically a yes waiting. All right? So keep working hard. And if you want to become a JH girl, all you have to do is go to jhicksconsulting.com, click on Get Started, fill out the forms page, and one of our advisors will give you a call. What is the difference between us and a lot of other recruiting businesses out there? The main thing is, is we are a personal advising business. My goal isn't just to send you to a, you know, a college team, but my goal is to help build you as a person so that when you arrive there, you have grown, you know how to represent yourself, you know how to interview, you know how exactly everything about that campus and about their academics, and you feel good about your decision because you took the time to learn all the different angles of what it means to be a student athlete. All right. Thanks for joining me here at College Recruiting with Jill Hicks. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. If you're interested in Jill Hicks Consulting's advising services, head over to www.jhicksconsulting.com and click on the Get Started button to fill out your forms page. One of our advisors will give you a call. We're in your corner and we'll talk to you soon.